0: Hey, welcome back. And today we have another Quick Facts Friday episode. Bear with me if my voice sounds a little scratchy. I've had a head cold that I'm getting over today. I've had it for a couple weeks now and it's not going anywhere. So anyway, sorry about that in advance, but let's get right into it. So today I want to talk to you about sugar and how sugar affects your brain. So first off, sugar and memory. Well, some research suggests that high sugar consumption can actually cause inflammation in your brain, which has been shown to affect memory. A 2016 study published in Behavioral Brain Research found inflammatory markers were present in the hippocampus of rats that were fed a high sugar diet, but not in those fed a standard diet with moderate to low sugar consumption. Now diets high in sugar also reduce the BDNF, which stands for the brain derived neurotrophic factor. And BDNF is a chemical necessary for the brain to process new memories and learn from them. So, by the way, Lower levels of BDNF are also linked to dementia and Alzheimer's, so that's something to remember as well. Now good news, it's probably not permanent and research has shown that memory problems induced by sugar can be reversed when you take sugar out of your diet or if you dramatically lower your sugar consumption every day. Also. Side note from me, add omega-3 fatty acids and that will also help improve your working memory. So if you're having memory problems, try cutting down your sugar consumption and adding omega-3 fatty acids into your daily diet. Okay, next fact, sugar or high sugar consumption can make it harder for your brain to process emotion and for you to control your moods. Did you know that? Well, uh, elevated blood glucose actually has been shown in studies to impact our abilities to regulate our emotions. And one large study showed that higher rates of sugar consumption was strongly correlated with depression. Now, this same study as documented in the Journal of Scientific Reports in 2017, also unexpectedly found that those with the highest level of sugar consumption were 23% more likely to be diagnosed with a mental disorder, 23%, that's crazy. Now, of course, we also know that sugar gives you a dopamine hit, right? Dopamine is a feel-good hormone in your brain, which, you know, of course, this will make sugar become addictive and act like a drug. Now, people who are sugar addicted may even struggle to feel good without sugar. Now, a lot of people who are addicted to sugar don't even know they're addicted to sugar because it's such a big part of our diet every, you know, for almost every American nowadays. I'm in America, if you're not in America, it might be the same way in your country too. And this further increases your dependence on sugar for your brain to feel happy and create happy hormones. And for the same effect, just like any other drug that gives you a dopamine hit, you need more and more to get the same dopamine hit. Now, this becomes even worse because when you are getting a lot of sugar every day, it actually numbs your brain's sensitivity to overeating. Now, this is what I mean by that. Chronic consumption of lots of sugar regularly has actually been shown to damage your brain's anorexigenic oxytocin system, which basically, keeping it simple, is the sensor in your brain that tells you you are overeating. So it damages this part of your brain And when your brain stops releasing adequate amounts of these hormones that tell you that you're full, you're just gonna keep eating and eating long after your body already got what it needed. So last, I want to talk to you about, this is the never ending debate of the sugar in fruit versus the sugar that you would maybe find in a candy bar or that you bake with. So the sugar in a candy bar is sugar that has been highly processed and highly refined and isolated from all the other nutrients that nutrients that it originally came from in its natural form. So table sugar is pure sucrose derived from sugar beet or sugar cane. And sugar cane is like it's a tall grass. And the lower end of the sugar cane is a hard fibrous stalk, And to me, it kind of looks like, it kind of reminds me of like thin bamboo. And that is what is processed. This part, this harder part of the sugar cane is processed to extract and refine the sugars in it and to make it into the table sugar that you would eat in a chocolate cake. So sugar in fruit doesn't cause a surge of sugar in your bloodstream the way a candy bar would and some fruits are higher than others on the glycemic index by the way. So the glycemic index is basically I I picture a chart with different numbers and the higher the number is of the food the more that food will spike your blood sugar. So this is because of the fruit's fiber and antioxidant content that it tends to be better when it comes to sugar in your bloodstream. The the added nutrients and the added fiber is digested differently with that sugar. That sugar is digested differently. It's digested more slowly and it helps you to feel more full, which means less overeating. Some people will tell you sugar is sugar, whether it's coming from fruit or whether it's coming from a candy bar. No, that's actually not the case. Yes, sugar is sugar, but it's also with you know, what is coming with the sugar? That makes a big difference. So also know about the glycemic index. It's not the be-all end-all. Um, there are fruits that are high, very high on the glycemic index. Their fiber to sugar ratio is not as favorable. Um, food that Fruits that are lower on the glycemic index are berries, apples, citrus fruits and fruits that are higher on the glycemic index are like watermelon, pineapple, and dates. Now the glycemic index just helps us understand how different foods might affect our blood sugar, right? So it's a good thing to kind of get to know, but like I said, it is not the be all end all. And also fruit juices are similar to table sugar in that the sugary sweet stuff in the fruit is separated from the fiber of the fruit and from the antioxidants of the fruit, which is why fruit juice isn't much better than a candy bar to be honest but i will say that eating a watermelon is still going to be better for you than eating a chocolate cake i mean come on it's it's still fruit it's still more natural it's still way less refined you know when in doubt always go for the most natural form of a food that's gonna be much better on your body gonna be much better on your blood sugar and it's gonna cause a lot more a lot less i'm sorry inflammation in your body so that's it for today, guys. I hope you have a great weekend and I will talk to you next week. Have a good one.